everyone, welcome back to The Daily Blend Show, episode number 41. If you're new around here, this is the weekly rundown where we cover things that I thought were interesting, notable across business and technology. This week, we've got two stories on Salesforce as they continue to take over the world. Uh, We're talking next about trust and how they want to give smaller businesses a marketing edge. Then we're going to fall in love with procurement, and those are probably not things you're used to hearing about, but uh, I'll explain more. And lastly, we're talking about glass and why you need to learn a little more about glass and what it could mean for your uh, content uh, consumption. And uh, if you are a content creator, why you need to jump over to glass. So as always, uh, this episode and all other previous episodes is available on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Spotify. You can obviously head to dailyblend.com and have all shows downloaded automatically. With all that said, let's jump into the show. So story number one comes from Salesforce, and they've launched Salesforce Plus. And I wasn't really sure about this at first, and then I, I've done some digging, and arguably, right, like Salesforce is going to walk into this with some assumptions, um, and they're going to make some pivots. But essentially, it looks like it's it's like almost a hybrid of what you see in like a news feed in LinkedIn, but maybe a little more like a Netflix, where they're going to have, you know, content created and curated um, by, I suppose, a Salesforce team. Um, the, the, the five sort of areas that I've seen that make mention in the press release is leading through change, connections, the inflection point, boss talk, and simply put. And these are, I'm guessing, like the categories or shows. But what, what I find is interesting is it's like Salesforce is trying to, you know, tell stories and you know, I, I don't know what the mix of content's going to be that they're going to create or curate or produce, however you want to think about it, versus, you know, average Joes like you and me publishing content similar to what LinkedIn is. My guess is they're not trying to replicate LinkedIn, but uh, maybe move up market from a professionalism. Not that LinkedIn isn't professional. I'm more just talking about like more of a curated and kind of like it's been blessed by a marketing team, if you will. So interesting to see, you know, how Salesforce is, is thinking about, you know, telling uh, win themes, uh, you know, and, and telling, you know, what individuals are doing on their platform using their technology. So the second story, and I mentioned there was two stories on Salesforce. The second story is they just launched a slew of new uh, Slack integrations. And uh, this was the quote that the Salesforce team released. We really want Slack to be the primary engagement surface for our users, their communications, their work, their workflow, and the processes and the apps they support. And when you looked at what Slack was doing, it was like a chat tool, but it was also meant to be sort of like a a middleware layer on, on some levels, um, you know, not a full-blown integration tool, but they were, you know, trying to connect or, or be the hub between a variety of different services. And when I read like further and further in the uh, the Salesforce press release, you know, there, there were really three kind of main areas, right? The first was that, you know, for Sales Cloud, which is the CRM package most people know Salesforce for, uh, there will be dedicated deal rooms where all the partners involved in a complex sale or 
any sale, uh, will be able to connect and discuss like how they're going to pitch it, how they're going to go sell it. And it's almost like, you know, if you think about it, you create a new lead or opportunity and then you have to bring, you know, all the cast of characters who are trying to help uh, convert and win that deal together. And this is just a way to, I suppose, automate that collaboration. And this is by far the smartest thing because I know, you know, that's always what takes sales teams so long when you when you're selling with you know, team members that you maybe don't have as many at-bats with or you're like, you're not always selling with the same group of people, just getting everyone on the same page of how you're going to like internally organize to then go to market is always, you know, the long pole in the tent and something that should just be simpler. Um, the other thing that I thought was interesting is that, you know, um, with this sort of update, uh, you'd be able to get like kind of push updates or sort of, uh, you know, awareness of what's happening. So maybe there could be like, you know, checks um, or, or tasks uh, in the process. Uh, you could also like personalize it so you could get various updates depending on maybe like the stages of the sales process or who's, you know, added, you know, content into, you know, the deal uh, room, however you want to think about that. And then the last thing was, you know, this is outside of the sales cloud, is they're starting to integrate with other uh, solutions in the Salesforce stack, which, you know, w was very obvious. But the one that I liked the most that they mentioned was the Tableau in integration. And it would be kind of cool if you're like watching uh, trend analysis and that you got like a push notification uh, or a Slack, however you want to call it, um, when, you know, a certain KPI is met or a threshold is hit or you know, um, uh, you know, reached. And, and I think that's just like a fabulous use case, uh, especially if you're like an executive, uh, you know, you don't want to just constantly be refreshing your dashboard. And it's like, you know, you almost like set it and forget it within thresholds. And then it, it kind of, it's a call to action. So really smart, uh, you know, and this is just the first wave of Slack integration. So looking forward to see how uh, the Salesforce team will continue to um, integrate Slack throughout their application stack. All right, the third story for today is called Trust. And Trust is the company name, and it is the first card and community designed to help marketing investments make more money. So Trust wants to give smaller businesses the same advantage that large enterprise have when marketing on digital and social media platforms. It's coming out of beta with a $9 million round of funding, and the idea is that it's going to kind of give you a toolkit that helps you be a better, uh, you know, marketing uh, individual or marketing organization uh, through their platform. And, you know, I, I think we're going to start to see more and more of these uh, marketing and ad platforms. You know, I think the first wave was very much CRM focused. Then I saw a big uptick in sort of like the uh, email marketing. And now we need a sort of a, a central place to spend and track. And so, you know, platforms like Trust intrigue me. I, I'd like to see it when it when it does come out of beta and, and better understand some of the use cases and how folks are, are taking advantage of this platform. But uh, certainly uh, excited to, uh, to demo it and uh, head to uh, trust.co to check it out for yourself. All right, the fourth story comes in on procurement. And a couple weeks back, you know, we talked about, you know, folks wanting to do research on software. And this is actually taking it maybe even a little step further uh, with, um, 
you know, the ability to do procurement. And I, and I think this is so challenging because when you're a small organization, you can go out and buy a couple licenses, or if you're on your phone, you can go buy licenses. But once you hit certain thresholds and that the headcount or number of licenses you need, and then usually it's like, you know, either the complexity of the business, either through M&A activity, or if they're located, you know, outside of a singular uh, country, it can be more challenging. And you waste a ton of cycles with sales teams. The price isn't always lifted. There's negotiations. Like the process takes a long time. And in certain situations, this is great, right? You're, you're trying to do a vendor evaluation. You want to see what software works and what doesn't. But then there's other situations where you're just like, look, I want this. It is what it is. And can we just move this process along? And I, I think when I read about Tropic, that's really what their platform seemed like to me. Um, what I do think will be kind of interesting is once more businesses or platforms, uh, probably more app description come about, are they going to be able to guide buyers to say, okay, you bought, you're, you're trying to solve this problem. So it's not a singular app, but it's, you know, this app and this app and this integration layer combined, or these are the sort of different flavors you could do for capability number one. Here are the different, you know, uh, services you can do for capability two. And they almost become like a recommendation engine uh, based on the capabilities you're trying to activate. So uh, I have not seen this solution. I've signed up uh, to check it out and I'll be very curious uh, what, uh, you know, a $25 million series A round gets in terms of feature set and uh, looking forward to uh, having a look at the, uh, the platform. Um, the last story is on glass. And so everything here uh, in the first four stories were much more like enterprise and kind of corporate facing. And glass is by Tom Watson and Stefan uh, Boris. Um, and I think I'm pronouncing his last name incorrectly, so I'm sorry about that. But uh, it was it was basically the, the, the company came out of, you know, they were photographers on the internet and they built glass for photographers and independent kind of content creators. And instead of where like Instagram and maybe even like Snapchat, where it's free, you pay uh, to publish. And so, you know, this is probably more of a niche product. Um, and, you know, it's probably for almost like calling cards for photographers and creatives to publish their content and then, you know, maybe become uh, recognized through the platform. Um, and, uh, you know, then uh, move on to like paying jobs as a result. You know, that's one way I look at this. Another way I look at this is just a, a, an alternative to Instagram where you're not getting, you know, advertisements every three seconds and, you know, the recommendation engine. And, and you're, you're really not finding the content you necessarily want. You're more getting served up with ads. Um, you know, I, I don't know these guys. I don't know their business. But I always wonder with these companies – is this because they saw a void and just wanted to solve it for like a niche? Are they looking to get acquired and, you know, this is their just angle? Or is this like really, a, a, you know, something that the market needs where people are just like tired of all the ads and they're like, you know what, I'll pay a couple extra bucks. Um, the, the, the big challenge is obviously you can have a platform, but you have to get content creators uh, on the platform uh, to, you know, publish content and then consume it. So uh, go check out Glass. Uh, the website is glass.photo uh, and, and you can have a look. And for all the stories that mentioned uh, today, you can uh, head to dailyblend.com 
and uh, read up on them. Uh, and then I put links to uh, all of the uh, the posts uh, and sort of the websites that, that are mentioned here. Um, as always, you can get this episode and all other previous episodes on Google Podcast, uh, Apple Podcast, uh, Spotify, and Daily Blend. Uh, like, follow Daily Blend on Twitter and Instagram, and like and follow me on Twitter and Instagram and LinkedIn, uh, at Reed Daily. Uh, with that said, thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you on the next show.